Are you ready for a show that embraces rawness, vulnerability, and is dedicated to helping you through the twists and turns of your healing, self-love, and self-development journey? Well, you have made it to the right place. Welcome to In Alignment. I'm Diana Vanessa, and today's episode is going to be on self-love. Last week, I took a poll on Instagram to determine what podcast topic we were going to have and the winner by just a couple of votes was self-love practices now i'm really into giving practical tips on how to practice self-love but i think it's really important to first cover and understand the most common mistakes that people make when going about self-love practices and starting their self-love journey all right it's something that's not talked about nearly enough and it's something that many of us struggle with and these are going to be the top four mistakes that I have made and that I've seen other people struggling with and how to fix it you know just by talking about it so going into self-love I really want to kind of touch on a couple things so self-love you hear that a lot you hear self-care self-compassion self-kindness, self-awareness, mindfulness. There's a lot of terms that are thrown around, a lot of these used interchangeably, and I think that's where a lot of the confusion lies. Self-love encompasses a lot. And what we normally hear, especially uh, businesses talking about more, is doing self-care, right? Taking care of your needs, pampering yourself, and a big reason for this is because when you're taking care of yourself or you're showing yourself love, you're able to make better decisions for your overall health, uh, especially long-term decisions. You have more confidence, you have better relationships, and you make decisions that are more in line with you and your values. You can set appropriate boundaries, you're more productive, less stress, and just overall happier. So this is a big reason why this is a topic that's really exploding right that's really coming to light and a lot of people are focusing on now as mentioning self-care self-care is something that's just a lot easier to do but it doesn't necessarily require self-love it is a component of it but self-love is a journey okay so i am a huge advocate for embracing self-love but the first mistake that i made was mistaking self-care for self-love so that's the number one mistake that i've made that i made and that i see other people make is thinking that self-care is self-love and not understanding what self-care really is or self-love really is see self-care isn't just maintenance it's not doing things to take care of yourself so you can keep doing things that are making you unhappy that's not that's not self-care or self-love that's maintenance at that point self-love is more than self-care it's more than spa treatments and yes while it includes these things it does require us to be mindful and intentional see when i was younger i used to get massages i used to get manis and petties simply to feel good And I felt good about it because that's, you know, that was self-care. I was taking care of myself. But I didn't understand for many years that the reason I was called to do this was because one of my love languages is physical touch. And I was spending hundreds of dollars on this. I was going into debt 
giving myself massages and it wasn't you know just because I was well it was because I was following this impulse but it was because I I had a need that was not being met and I wasn't aware of this need and I wasn't aware of how to meet those needs on my own so self-love is about doing the work about setting goals that align with your values and taking the steps to accomplish them it's about knowing yourself and knowing your values it's doing the day-to-day self-care not just for maintenance but out of actual love for yourself in life it's being kind compassionate forgiving and gentle with yourself and in turn with others it's being fierce and standing up for yourself and for the values that you hold it's taking care of your responsibilities it's falling in love with yourself and becoming your best friend and your biggest fan now this again is a process okay this isn't something that happens overnight and this goes into the second mistake that i made when i was starting my journey is i try to force myself into self-love i thought it was this kind of switch you know in a room where you just you know flip the switch and okay there we go we turned on self-love but no that's that's not how it works a big thing that i used and that a lot of people use are affirmations and affirmations are a common tool for trying to get to self-love and what they are are simply statements that you say out loud or that you write in a journal to help affirm a belief that you do believe or strengthen the belief or to get you to um, believe it when you don't and help you make it come true so an example for that would be you know you can stand in front of the mirror and tell yourself you know i'm beautiful i'm brave i'm resilient i'm an amazing partner i'm a successful businesswoman you know you get the idea affirmations are a beautiful tool and they can help build confidence and self-appreciation but while it works for some people it doesn't work for everybody to stand in front of the mirror and speak these affirmations out loud in fact for me it was almost having the opposite effect where my inner critic started coming out and nitpicking everything that i was saying because i didn't believe them and you know i wasn't doing anything to help me believe those things so what i learned for myself was I needed to start off with statements that I actually believed. And then the state and those statements had to be true. And if I rejected them, I would rephrase them into something I did believe. Eventually my confidence grew and I was able to, you know, improve those affirmations. But when I started, they were really small. Like I'm trying to think back to my first ones. And the ones that really stuck out to me were the one these let me let me list them off for you i am resilient i am thoughtful i am doing my best i am attractive i appreciate my strength and i also learned that doing these affirmations alone wasn't going to be doing anything for me they work better in conjunction with action so i would do things in accordance with the strengths that I was affirming. 
You know, if I called myself attractive, I would make sure that I would dress up and feel attractive. I would do things that were thoughtful for friends and family if I was calling myself thoughtful or compassionate. And so that's something that I would encourage you to do if you're trying to do affirmations and you're noticing that they're not working for you. Reassess them. Don't just copy the affirmations that you hear other people say. Really be intentional about them. And pay attention how you feel with each of those with each statement. If you reject it, try rewording it. Maybe you're not ready to say, I love myself. But are you able to say, I like myself? Or I like these parts of myself? And don't judge yourself, all right? It's it's okay that you don't feel self-love right away. It's okay that it's hard for you to appreciate or have confidence in yourself. It's okay. The third mistake that I made was trying to rebuild myself into somebody incredible, somebody that was easier to love and somebody that I thought would be worthy of love. Self-love is not turning yourself into somebody more lovable or more deserving of love. Self-love is seeing yourself as you are, accepting yourself as you are, and loving yourself as you are. True self-love is unconditional love. And it doesn't happen suddenly. It happens gradually. But you have to be active in getting to that place. It's something that you work at each and every day. Now, the fourth mistake that I made was thinking that I couldn't love myself until I loved all of myself and all of my aspects. I thought I had to love all my shadow and all of the parts that, you know, were really hard for me to like. And so I kept myself from self-love because I thought I had to accept all those parts. And like I said, self-love is a process. You don't have to love all yourself to practice self-love or self-care. Because let's be honest, there are parts of you that are going to be really easy to love. Easy for you to accept. And there are parts of you that you really don't like. There are parts of you that you hate. And that's going to look different for everybody. Some people struggle to love their physical appearance. Some people struggle to love their intelligence. Some people struggle to love their work ethic. Okay, this is going to look differently for everybody. And that's because of their background, their experiences, the values in their family. Okay, so know that it's going to look different for everyone. So you really just kind of have to keep your head down and look at yourself when it comes to this and when you are learning to love all these different aspects of yourself there's like I said you don't jump from hating yourself to loving yourself and so it's going to be a lot easier for you to take yourself through a process so for myself I did start off with the parts of me that were a little easier to love, just to build my confidence and to just get the ball rolling, right? I could learn to like how compassionate I was. 
that was a strength. I could learn to love my intelligence. That was a strength. But the parts of myself that I hated, and I and I mean loathed, I hated aspects of myself. I had to take it easy. I had to move from loathing to disliking to simply just undervaluing that part. Right? I took out the hate and now it's just a part that I didn't hate, but it was just there and I, I wasn't all for it. And eventually I built a better relationship and I learned to appreciate that part of myself. And I know this is a little vague, so I'll go into this. I used to hate that I was a know-it-all. I used to hate that I was very inclined to be a leader. I used to hate hearing myself talk. Here I am with a freaking podcast, right? Being a know-it-all. And I hated those parts of myself. Eventually, I, I got a chance to, you know, tone down the hate. And just not like that part of myself, focus on other things. Then I just learned to really neutralize any emotion towards it. And it was a very neutral feeling towards, you know, the part of me that was more vocal and or more masculine, I guess. I moved to a place where I practiced gratitude a lot and I was able to appreciate those masculine qualities. Eventually, I was able to keep working at it and like those parts of myself and you know one day I really learned to care about that version of me that masculine aspect of me I cared about that I cared about that version of me they mattered to me and now I'm in a place where I'm still building love with that version of myself it's not fully there and I can accept that but I work at it each and every day and I reflect on it as often as I can. And I practice self-care in, in that regards as often as I can to help myself. So know that this is a process. It's going to happen sm- with small aspects of yourself at a time. And you just repeat it with yourself over and over with different parts of you until you can love all of yourself or as much as yourself as you can. Now, what you can do to practice self-love or to get you to, you know, a healthy place and self-love is take action. So these are, I'm liking the number four, so we're going to go to four self, uh, self-love self practices. And the first is getting to know yourself on an intimate level. The next one, create a morning and evening routine for yourself. Third, practice journaling and the fourth is to write or say daily gratitudes all right so let's get into this this first practice getting to know yourself on an intimate level and what i mean by this is really get to know yourself take yourself out on a date to places that you actually like Find out what your current hobbies are, not what your past hobbies are, not what your high school or your college hobbies were, what your hobbies are now. Identify your love language. And if you've done it in the past, do it again because it changes and it adapts. Identify your communication style. Identify your values. 
And again, if you've done these things in the past where you've taken values tests or communication style, do them again because you change with time and you evolve. And these things are going to change and you want to be able to know yourself and know where you're at at this stage. Something else that you can do to get to know yourself at an intimate level is figure out what your strengths are. Understanding your strengths is going to be huge and just pivotal in your self-love journey because your strengths are going to help you gain confidence in yourself. Your strengths are the aspects of you that are going to be easy, easier for you to love and appreciate and work with. Okay, your strengths are going to support you on your journey one way or another. So know what they are and utilize them. And the fifth thing that you can do to get to know yourself on a more intimate level is explore your sexuality. I know that's not something that you anticipated coming up on the podcast or for this, but that is an aspect of self-love. Self-love isn't just liking yourself, you know, mentally and emotionally it's liking yourself physically and understanding yourself physically knowing yourself physically okay explore your sexuality understand it you are the person that's going to get to know yourself better than anybody else your friends your partners all your relationships can only go as far and as deep as you've gone with yourself So get to know yourself. Now, the second thing I mentioned was creating a morning and evening routine for yourself. And I am going to say when you do this, connect it to something that you're already doing. So the best way to start a, a morning routine and an evening routine or an evening routine is pairing it with things that you're already doing. So if you have a habit of brushing your teeth, right, or taking a shower, whatever your morning or evening routine is, you can add on to it. And I'm going to encourage you to incorporate some sort of self-care into this routine. Start small and just start with one thing at a time. And once you've practiced it enough, you can add more. And something like this would be, for myself, it's reading after I brush my teeth or stretching while I'm boiling water or waiting for the water to boil, right? When I'm making my tea. And those are, that's self-care for myself. Reading for me, I have a, my, one of my values is learning. And so I want to make sure that I incorporate learning into my day-to-day. So reading is going to help me. Another thing that that I really value is being healthy and taking care of my body. So being able to stretch or work out or do something in my routine is going to really encourage me to incorporate things that matter to me into my day. And that goes hand in hand with my next step is do things that actually matter to you and that you can use where you can use your values to help or you can use your values to help you set these routines. Sorry, I'm stumbling a lot. I'm really thirsty. Um, Use your values to help you set routines, okay? Do things that matter to you. Don't do things or incorporate things into your routine for someone else or 
for somebody else's beliefs. And what I mean by this is don't do... If reading isn't for you, if you're not somebody that values, you know, learning or going into, you know, reading, if that's not your thing, don't do it because I said it. And don't do it because you think it's going to make you look smarter at work to know more about certain books. Do something that aligns with you. Maybe you value family time. And so in your in the morning or in the evening, if you have kids, you can make sure you spend quality time with them before going to bed. Or make sure you text or call somebody before going to bed. Because that's something that matters specifically to you. Okay, so getting to know yourself is going to really help you set appropriate routines for yourself. And like I said, incorporating self-care into your evening and morning routine is going to be a great way for you to start practicing self-love on a regular basis without it having to feel like a chore. Because self-love and self-care is not a chore. It's loving yourself. It's enjoying life. It really is. Now, journaling. If you haven't heard of journaling before, basically it's just writing. Okay? And you can go about it a lot of different ways. So you can get yourself a nice little journal to get yourself excited about it. And when you journal, I really encourage you to do this on a regular basis. Not just when you're feeling down, but just daily. You can incorporate it into, you know, one of your evening or morning routines. Something that's helpful to include in journaling is a check-in with yourself. So ask yourself, how am I feeling mentally, emotionally, and physically? You can also get a mood journal or an app on your phone where you can do emotional check-ins. Or simply, you know, draw in your journal. You can draw a little emoji or a happy face, sad face, just to reflect the mood that you're in. Just to document and help yourself actually pay attention to the feelings that you're feeling on a day-to-day basis. If you're going to be journaling, I also encourage you to look up prompts because you can just journal, you know, however you're feeling in the day, whatever's on your mind, things that are bothering you. But journal prompts are going to be very helpful in helping you get to know yourself on a deeper level and help you explore healing and help you explore just deeper thoughts that you might not have thought of. So that's something that I definitely encourage you. You can look questions up online. You can look for journals that already have prompts written into them. But journaling is going to be a practice that is going to be beneficial for a lot of you. And something that I I didn't get a chance to, (laughs) that I almost forgot to say is you can journal however you want. If it's easier for you to do an audio and just do like audio journal. Do that. If it's easier to for you to do a blog or a vlog video journal, do that for yourself. But this is going to be really helpful tool to use 
and it's oh I was like I had something that I wanted to say and I couldn't remember it's also something that you can just like combine a lot of things into because the next thing I had mentioned was uh, writing or saying your daily gratitudes you can use this journal to also write your gratitudes see gratitudes help you shift into a growth mindset it's gonna they encourage you to find the silver lining even in challenging situations and it allows for you to appreciate the things in your in your life and that's a stepping stone for being able to appreciate all the things in your life including yourself it's something that happens very subtly i definitely encourage you to do gratitudes because it makes it easier to step out of a victim mindset into this growth mindset into a more appreciative mindset it helps you really pull away from you know problems and be able to see the bigger picture simply by saying a daily gratitude that's and again that's something you can incorporate into your journaling incorporate into your morning and evening routine and you can do that however it works for you you can include it in a prayer you can write about it you can say it out loud you can say it i right now i i shifted a lot i used to write my gratitudes in my journal along with affirmations and now i say my gratitudes out loud at every meal and so it's gonna change for you it doesn't have to be the same all the time but know that there's a lot of different ways to go about it and before i go i just want to make sure i touch on a few things and remind you that self-love has its ebbs and flows It's a beautiful journey to work towards. And as long as you're focusing on the small day-to-day steps and you're consistent in your efforts, you're going to get there. It's a gradual climb. But once you're there, I promise you that self-love is there to stay. I went through the mistakes that I've made, the top four mistakes I made. And hopefully that's giving you some insight on the self-love journey and hopefully that helps you avoid those mistakes too so let me go over them really quickly the first mistake which was thinking that self-care is self-love or not understanding the depth of self-love and self-care self-care isn't just you know maintenance it's genuinely caring about yourself knowing yourself And self-love isn't just, you know, doing the bare minimum. It's doing the work. And I know that you are committed to that for yourself because it's worth it. Trust me, it's worth it. Everything gets better from there. The second mistake that I made was trying to force myself into love. And you know that you can't, there's no shortcut to it. And... The process of growing with yourself and falling into love with yourself, it's going to take time. But there are things that you can do intentionally that are going to help you get there. 
The third mistake that you want to avoid is thinking that you need to turn yourself into somebody incredible in order to love yourself. That's not true. You are worthy of love right now in this very moment. You don't need to do anything, anything to make yourself more worthy of being loved. You can love yourself right now. Doesn't mean you can't do things, you know, to improve on. But you are lovable right now. And the fourth mistake is thinking that you can't fully love yourself until you love all the aspects of yourself. And that's just not true. You can practice self-love. You can practice self-care, even though you might not like some parts of yourself. And you can work on learning to like those parts of yourself and eventually get into a place where you can learn to love those parts of yourself. But again, it's a process. And I encourage you to take it step by step and to start small. Because when you do, when you start small and you're intentional about this self-love journey, it's going to be lasting. It's going to be real. And your self-love is going to be built on such a solid foundation that it's just it's going to hold you up and it's not going to fall apart. So when starting these self-love practices... I encourage you to start first by getting to know yourself, okay? Because everything else that follows can't be done if you don't know your true values. But this is just something that you're going to have to really get down and, and do. This is part of the work is getting to know yourself. And you'll be surprised once you take that step. Now, if you feel like this, you're ready to start this journey or you started this journey, but you're having a lot of trouble figuring out, you know, where, where to go next or what's appropriate for you, or maybe you just need somebody to hold space for you and keep you accountable, I am happy to say that I'm finally opening up the signs for my self-love journey group. So this is a course that I'm launching and it's going to be, I haven't set the specific date yet, but I've opened up registration for it and we're going to be doing this in a very small group. I mean like small and intimate group. And this is going to be loving and supportive souls who are committed to finally taking the steps on their self-love journey. So if you're interested, you can send me a DM on Instagram or you can check out my website for more information on the upcoming group. I'm really excited. I'll share more details as that comes along, but I will have my Instagram, my website in the links above so you can check those out. Now, I'm sure you're also wondering what we have in store for you next week. And of course, it's that time of year again where we talk about New Year's resolutions. So next week, we're going to be doing some tips on how to set appropriate and lasting goals for yourself in the coming year. 
so stay tuned i'm excited for that for next week's episode i'm already getting that together for us so i will see you then thanks for listening bye